The Dream, 1940. Frida Kahlo, Oil on Canvas. An admirer of Kahlo's work from the earliest days of her artistic career, Annabel Godfrey always regretted never getting the chance to meet her before Kahlo's early death at age 47. The Piece Before You was one of Annabel's particular favorites. The Dream is aptly named. The four-poster bed, the woman sleeping beneath the covers, and the skeleton atop the canopy all seem to hover in a liminal space against a backdrop of clouds or billowing white smoke, or both. The only tangible sense of place is the bed itself, which is perhaps why the alternate name for this painting is The Bed. A dark-haired woman sleeps, tucked under a golden-yellow blanket that envelops her almost like a cocoon, her head resting on two pillows. A tangle of dark vines encroaches over the blanket, stark against such a vivid, sunny hue. They crowd the woman's body, circling her, clutching at her, grasping at her, holding tight and fast so that it is hard to imagine them ever letting go. And yet a peaceful, untroubled smile graces the woman's face. On closer inspection, the roots of the vines emanate from the foot of the bed, coming from where she, when waking, would be rooted to the earth. Perhaps she dreams of growth, and of things flourishing no matter the place in which they are planted. But what of the skeleton above her? What does it dream of? The juxtaposition of these two figures, the woman and the skeleton, highlights the drastic differences between them, all the more effectively by the overt similarities in their positioning. Where the woman seems comfortable and at peace, the skeleton's identical position above the bed, complete with two pillows beneath its skull, is rigid, manufactured. The tranquility within the confines of the four-poster ends beyond its borders. The skeleton's limbs are bound in wires, connected to what look like a series of explosives. It clutches a bundle of withered and dying flowers. The smile on its face is not one of restful dreams, but the default of its anatomy, and its empty sockets stare into eternity, unable to look away from that endless road that stretches into oblivion. They are mirror images of each other, each existing on one side of the boundary between life and death. It begs the question, whose dream is it? The woman's? Does she dream of the volatility of death, the suddenness with which it can announce itself, as evidenced by the explosives wrapped around the bones above her? Or is it death's dream, in which it remembers warmth and the embrace of living things, and the laying down to a rest that has an end of a sleep that is finite, one that does not stretch on and on? and on, and on. Did the dream get you contemplating your own mortality? Have you too wondered what it would be like to wake and find your own skeletal mirror image floating above you in a dreamscape? Make sure to visit the dream's interactive exhibit. Just look for the scale replica of the four-poster bed from Kahlo's painting. It has a habit of disappearing and reappearing in different spots within the gallery, but it should be around here somewhere. When you find it, all you have to do is climb under the covers, close your eyes, and wait.
You will feel vines slither up the length of the bed, just as they do in the painting, their stalks undulating as they creep further and further up your body. When they reach your face, open your eyes and look up at the canopy. But do make sure not to wait too long. The vines have a tendency to push themselves into people's nostrils, mouths, ears, and occasionally eyes if left to their own devices. But once you've opened your eyes, once they have lifted towards the canopy, you will be greeted by the wide, toothy smile and empty ocular sockets of your own skeleton. If you move, it moves. If you speak, its jaws flap in time to the rhythm of your words. A silent mirror, a macabre marionette, with you as ventriloquist to your own skeletal dummy. If you reach for it, it will reach for you too. But whatever you do, do not let it touch you. Mirror, 1967. Giovanni Moon, Glass and Oak. Step up to the mirror. That's it. Take a good long look. What do you see? Polished, reflective glass just under one square foot in size. A simple oak frame, ornamentation discarded in lieu of functionality. Little else, yes? In many ways, maybe even in every way, it is exactly like any other mirror that you've ever seen. A tool. An item to be used for a specific purpose and little else. You may be asking, why display this at all? Moon always said of this work that mirror was, in their mind, a companion piece to frame, which you have already seen in this gallery. It is, to be sure, a deviation from their usual medium of elaborate multimedia installations. They constructed it initially as a gift for Annabelle on their third anniversary. Or rather, their second third anniversary, as the pair had a falling out some eight years prior, citing irreconcilable differences that were, eventually, reconciled. Annabelle was so touched by the notion behind it that, prior to her passing, she laid out instructions for its placement in this gallery. Here, where one visitor at a time could step forward and view the beauty on display between simple oaken edges. And just look at you. Look at how you glow in the soft light emanating from above and below the mirror's frame. Look at the set of your jaw, the curve of your mouth. See how they shift as a smile graces your lips. Maybe crow's feet erupt like tiny fireworks across the landscape of your skin as your eyes crinkle in amusement, meeting laugh lines that have been carved over years, or that will be carved over years. Maybe you've never liked your smile. Maybe your teeth aren't as white or as straight as you'd wish. But your maybe crooked and maybe off-white smile have likely gotten that way from delicious indulgence as much as anything you were born with, and, to quote Moon, nothing should be regretted that is the product of joy. Not even those lines that are as indicative of your age as the strata of the earth. Look at the line of your nose. Whether or not you enjoy the sight of it, whether you think it too big, or too long, or too snubbed, or too much of anything else. It has scented flowers in summer, and home-cooked meals, and the air after a storm. Look at your eyes as they alight at these memories which you now call to mind. No matter their color, their shape, 
They have shown you everything that has brought you here, to this moment, in this spot, in this gallery of this museum. And even if your eyes have begun to fail you, or from the very beginning have only ever been for show, like jewels in a display case, you found your way here just the same, and you know by motion and by touch those same contours of your face that the mirror reflects back at you now. All of it is yours. All of it is as it should be, because it is yours. Moon's goal with this piece, they said, was to create an ever-changing canvas, unique to all who look at it, meant for all who look at it. For everyone they saw was, to them, a work of art. The miracle of their construction, the most profound act of artistry, each and every one a masterpiece in its own right, one that moves, one that changes, one that grows. And well, just look at you. Thank you for listening to the Godfrey Audio Guide. This episode was written, produced, and performed by Nicole Knudsen, with sound design and editing by James Ferrero. Enjoying your trip to the estate? To keep up with The Godfrey, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Godfrey Guide. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcasting app of choice. If you're interested in becoming a sustaining member of the show, make sure to visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash thegodfreyaudioguide. In addition to our various membership tiers, you'll also find full episode transcripts for any who wish to read them. Until next time, friends, see you back at the museum. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.